systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Too bad we weren't recording. What? When I first walked in here and said, I just want a handful of nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to eat a... A handful of nuts. I had some cashews, some almonds. I was going to ask, what kind of mix do you like? Um, I Listen, I know, I know, salt, great, blah, blah, blah. The unsalted stuff is shit. It really is. <laughs> so just don't ever play with me on that. Okay. Like, lightly salted. Just I'll, I like any bag of nuts. <laughs> we can't talk about this. No, I was trying to figure it out because... um. I've been watching, I've been binging um, seasons of Hell's Kitchen because AJ goes to bed early now, so I have like the couple hours to myself. I have every night. to, worked. I'd yeah, lo- yeah, yeah. I'd love sure. to stay up with yeah. him. Uh, but I've been binging uh, this season of Hell's Kitchen, and they got, if you ever watch Hell's Kitchen, you know they do these challenges, and some of them they've always done. The one is always the blind taste test, right? Yeah. So they, they blind. <gasps> yes. Yeah. And, and, and I realized it. Uh, they were doing the taste test, and they got into nuts. Nuts. And it was like pistachios. And I'm like, I don't know if outside of a peanut that they all they were just kind of fucking nuts, right? Like, I mean, if I were to give you... <laughs> no, they're not. If I were to give you a cashew... I would know. Versus, I don't know. 100% I'd know. Really? You can go get those nuts. We can do a blind no taste I, test right I now. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it's you were... more, for me, like I can tell just by shape and then biting into it usually confirms it. Well, no, but and, and, you know and, what? And finish. You they're, know what? They're all different... That's textures. funny you say that because all the food that they do that with on, on Hell's Kitchen, yeah. if you notice, it's all either cut, diced, mint. Like if also, you're getting, you can't tell. Yeah, if you're getting a bite of chicken, they're not handing you a fucking chicken leg. Well, I knew like, that. It's a, it's, yeah. it's, it's a square piece of meat, yeah, and you, you just have to figure it you, out. I mean, and you could do that with nuts. Then. Yeah, they, just, they chop, chop them up. up. You yeah. chop them up, and you get a consistency of nuts. That would it out. be hard. I'm not a chef. Right. We have to stop talking about nuts or I'll start laughing. Ooh. Hey. I'm 10. <laughs> Welcome on in. Episode 226 of the Pat and AJ podcast. The Black Friday episode. The uh, Black Friday episode. Maybe you're out doing shopping. Do people do that anymore? Is there a renaissance of it? I heard that there's a little bit of a renaissance of people wanting to actually go out. Well, not really. I'd also like to point out before we get into that, though, that we <laughs> what? are... What are we... T- well, no, we're going out... No, no, I no. love how we're trying to do one thing at a time, and you immediately no. sidetracked something. What? 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 Would... What? What are you going to say? You go ahead. You said it's the... Bla- Listen, this is... Yes. One of the first shows, probably, that we're recording the same day we're going to release it. We're going old school with radio here. Well, this is just because we're... Um, we're, we're Hats uh, off work. Well, we're fucking lazy, because oh, normally we, we get this done. What happened? Oh, last Sunday, I was in a shit mood. He was. And so we didn't record on Sunday. That's why... So really... I love the way you're you're Positivity, polishing it. Yeah. You're polishing it up. That's heard, yeah. She's making it all positive. But no, we just fucking ran behind. So yeah, we're doing Black Friday uh, today. Maybe you are as well. I just drove out to a store. Yeah, what was it like? Uh, well, I went see. It's uh, not a thing, man. I'm telling you, it's not. Well, but hold on. We're around a lot of retirees. We're around like well, a demographic that I feels like goes. They, they like to go out and shop. So let me tell you what I found because I was on the air this morning for work, and I there was actually stories about that how retailers are being like really cautious in their fourth quarter like predictions mm-hmm. because they truly don't know if people will shop on Black Friday, and they're like people might shop. 
but they shop online. That's the difference. And they spend less money online because they're, they're not browsing, like physically browsing. See, I'm, I'm going to... Like you're more... If you're at Best Buy on a Black Friday for a TV and you're walking through the store. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, you know, I need a new phone case. You'll grab it. You won't if you're online. That's why retailers are like, I don't know, man. See, no, no, no. But I'm going to push... I swear this is not my ODD coming out. I'm going to push back on you why? with that. I think the day of that being, I mean, and, and what you're talking about is what we used to call the impulse buy, yeah. right? The old impulse. That's why all the impulse items are in the grocery store checkout list, right? The candies and the gums and, and a can of soda and, or chapstick. Yeah, chapstick, earbuds. All these like little that, things, yeah. right? I mean, they're impulse because you may not you may not have come to the store for them. But you could use them at some point. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I'm going to get that too. Or I want a Snickers. Um, normally, I would say, okay, yeah, I hear you. People, they, they want you in because they can get you yeah. more. I think with the unlimited, unfathomable amount of scrolling, recommended, if you like this product, look at that product, you purchase this, you may want to purchase that. I think you can get lost in the digital space, especially with the digital spaces like the Amazon.coms, the Walmart.coms, yeah. the ones, I mean, I get it. If you're going to Bose.com for you a black- you're going Yes, for, they yeah. only sell certain things. They can only recommend you so far. They can't recommend you a towel. But and if you're agree, at Amazon, they can do that. I will agree with you on that because we need to get a new cat tree eventually. Um, we ha I bought like, you know, an Amazon one. It wasn't super <laughs> expensive right when we moved here. Yeah. So it's almost, uh, it's over two years old. And we have two cats and it, you know, it wasn't the best thing in the world, a little flimsy in some parts. I even reinforced it. It went flimsy <laughs> again. So we need to get a new one. And I, there are so many goddamn cat trees, cat towers online yeah. that I get overwhelmed. Get but yeah, see? but last you. time I was at Costco, what did I say? Yeah. Holy shit. They have an amazing cat tower here for 99 bucks. I could touch it. Yes. I could feel it. I'm like, this is sturdy. I mean, like, but that's the difference. I'd be more inclined now to go back to Costco and get that before I buy one online well, like I did last time. Mark it down and uh, write down the date and we'll check back in because I know you'll eventually end up buying one and we can reference this episode of the podcast. Do you want to go shopping at uh, Costco for a cat tree? You know what? <laughs> Shockingly, the amount of money that I just spent today, and I, I really didn't mean to. Now, where I did go to answer your question, was it uh, increased shopping? No. I should also say I went to a PetSmart. So yeah. I don't know if, I mean, and, and PetSmart, don't get me wrong, they had Black Friday deals. Yeah. AJ almost ended up with another reptile because the reptiles are Hell, all 50% off. No, don't you dare bring home another I could have had a bearded dragon for 20 bucks oh, well, out the kinda, door. They're kind of cute. I could have had a bearded dragon here right now. Yeah, the stuff to keep it in costs more <laughs> than the actual bearded dragon. Um, but no, I mean, there, I mean, but I don't feel like PetSmart or Petco no. or anything like that's a representative of what it's like at a Walmart or something today. But the traffic, and we do live, this is a snowbird area, so I mean this. If there's a demographic who's out shopping, it's the folks who live around us. Yes, and that's what I was going to say earlier is that what I have found is that it's also becoming, like the people who do it, they don't, some of them may not even buy anything. It's a tradition. They do this. They go out yeah, to breakfast. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like a family it's thing. It's like watching football, right? Exactly. So, I mean, shit, they may not buy anything. I'm also yeah. like, I, I feel like I'm just life experience. I worked at a mall during Christmas from high school through college. I did. I had um, two seasonal jobs in my life. I and, and during the year, I had the zoo during the summer and retail during the winter. And yeah, in my head, I remember being at work 
at 5 a.m. on Black Friday and seeing people line up outside the gate at a mall. That's the difference now. But that's just where my mind automatically goes to is that that's, there's still that demand, and I don't think there is. I did um, one season of retail during the holidays. I cannot imagine you working retail. Uh, it was at Hot Topic. And to be honest, can I tell you, I was interviewed, I believe, and this is the 90s when we get inter- interview you hard for jobs. Yeah. Now it's like Pulse, social security number. Yeah. Sweet. I hope you show up on Monday. <laughs> but they were interviewing me hard as fuck in like 99 for um, a retail gig at Hot Topic. It's when I got my first radio job and I realized, oh shit, I can't live just working in radio. No. Right? Isn't that funny? The $6 an hour is not going to pay my rent. It's still true now. (laughs) So I ended up uh, saying I should get some kind of a job that I can work during the day. And I I said, Jesus Christ, the only place I could fathom wanting to work in a mall would be a hot topic. Okay, good. So I remember- You got to work at a place you like. You have to. It's like a a prison cell for eight hours. Yeah. If you're, have you ever seen, they're the saddest ones and I love you so much. I'm not job shaming you, but I feel your pain. Have you ever seen, and it's particularly women, um, they work in the retail clothing stores that are for the hip, like younger crowd. Yes. And they try to dress and act insanely younger than they are. and it's weird. And it's weird because you know that they're being told by the job, hey, you have to like wear the clothes that we wear. And you're thinking like, Jesus Christ, I'm 57. Yeah. And they're like, but sorry, you got to look the fucking role. So I agree. You got to do something you like. So I worked at Hot Topic and I got to tell you what, I remember the one Black Friday. Was it busy? Yes. Was it people throwing hands? No. But we were also the store. See, you worked at a candle store. Dude, That's we where were, all the crazy women go. We were a yuppie mom central. Yeah, everyone was afraid of our store. See, oh, yeah. we used to spot out. Hot topic. We used to spot out the grandma who would come in there blatantly just to buy like a gift card. Or the granddaughter or something. Yes. Yeah. My granddaughter, Julia, who now goes by Vampira. <laughs> Likes your store. How do I give her a gift card? And you could see because they were fucking petrified as soon as they walked into the black yeah, dungeon that was hot. You know topic. what? As like a, a, a kid who tried to be like a, a yuppie preppy kid. Yeah. Um, I loved Hot Topic. There was a ton of shit I loved in there, but it also made me feel badass walking in there because oh, like yeah. there was swearing on the t-shirts. There were like fake boobs on the wall and stuff. Like I remember we were there. I, I was I felt like I was doing something wrong. <laughs> I was working Hot Topic when the first wave of, thank you, Cisco, um, thongs really went mainstream. I try to explain this to guys now when I realize that I'm fucking, this is how old I am, that I can tell of these stories like a caveman yeah. oh, 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 to the younger we're fucking- We're in our 40s, boo. Like, I'm telling <laughs> these young men now, I'm like, you don't understand. Back in the day, there were some standard panties, all right? And they were just kind of like briefs. That's all there was. And maybe in fantasy land and strippers, they wore these thongs. And now these men are used to like ladies with all tight. You, you guys invented new panties now. There's new panties out there. But back then, it used to just be briefs. And then this man named Cisco came out and made a song. It was called the thong song. And Hot Topic was one of the spots outside of the obvious Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Where I feel like if you're a teenage girl going into Vicky's, everyone knows why you're going in there. Yeah. We sold a lot of underwear, very music, you know, everything you can imagine Hot Topic. But we sold a lot of thongs. And we would get 
this contingency of like high schoolers, the girls who would come in and buy him, and they're all like, tee hee hee, buying. And, and we were laughing. We're like, so do you think they wash them? themselves because you can't put them in your hamper then your mom knows you bought them yeah yeah because you know mom's buying her like hanes her way and you can't really can't put thongs in the washing machine anyways you got to hand wash it it was just so funny but i had those memories like so we had the contingency of i guess some people may have thought they were badass Um, once they bought a thong uh, from hot topic i didn't buy undies from hot topic but i will say this to all the ladies out there guys i don't know how you shop if if you if, if guys still buy their wives undies and stuff like that um, as a former Victoria's Secret employee, <laughs> that's right. People still go to Victoria's Secret because they're undergarments and they want to try them on. They're not. They don't want to buy online and find out this whole package of undies doesn't fit. Mm. You're going to go to Victoria's Secret. You're going to look for your size on those tables, not the drawers that have the size on them. The tables. Please keep in mind that somebody has to reorganize that. Oh table. yeah, what's it called? The panty table. Panty table. Panty yeah. table. Please keep in mind that somebody is going to come up right behind you and fix whatever you fucked up. So just don't fuck it up, okay? Those tables would give me anxiety through the roof because you would literally organize them. They're all laid out flat. They're all laid out by color, size, design. Are they cheekers? Are they thongs? Are Are they they string? And then you'd watch. Those are the new ones. You'd watch some jabroni walk in and just tear through this pile of panties. and, And it became like Mount Panties. There was no rhyme or reason left. And then it was somebody's job literally to go fix it. So the next jabroni could come yeah. in and do the same thing. That's uh, Don't do that. You please. can't try on panties, right? No. But you can try on bras. Can yeah, you try on bras? Bras are very important to try you on. You can try on bras, but not panties. Well, That's yeah. interesting. I mean, you could probably try them on over your panties. You're discouraged from it, though. Mm, then you're not getting a true fit. That's, yeah. It's all very interesting. Hey, speaking of uh, titties, everyone, uh, today's... Episode is brought to you by the letter T. T is for titties. Good enough for me. Um, Not every day you wake up and your wife goes, I had an epiphany. And you're like, oh, shit. Is this when she finally goes, I need to work on my own blueprint. (laughs) I'm leaving. And I need to leave you and this whole mess. I'm leaving you with the kids. She take the animals. But I'm leaving you with the kids. (laughs) So yeah, she goes ahead and says, "Hey, I had a um, had a epiphany last night." So, All right, go ahead, lay lay it on me. What's your epiphany? She looks at me and she goes, "I want to get a boob job." Now you, I'm I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hold on, you, you, you gotta understand. I mean, hey, sex positivity, you do you. Body positivity, you do you. Do it for you. Uh, but as any man knows, this is a very, this is, this is, these are dangerous waters. Yes. Okay. This is dangerous waters for anyone who's dating a woman. Uh, you know that when she starts talking about self-improvement, if you double down on the need for the self-improvement, you could then inadvertently be doubling down on some feelings of insecurity. It's very odd. I, I felt like a deer in headlights. I didn't know how to react. Oh God, we have been married for 14 years. And you think that if you commented on something like that, I would look I at just, you. It is, listen, this is, not, this is not like territory. Listen, there's someone out there that's married to a woman. God bless you. Are you dating a gal? God bless you. Who's all into that shit, right? Every week it's about fucking lip fillers and Botox yeah. shots and getting a fucking tummy tuck or a Brazilian butt lift or getting sewing extensions. That's fine. That's your life. I got a woman that 
keeps a pillow over herself at all times because she doesn't want anyone to see her. So, well, yeah, I shower in the dark, y'all. I don't hear this kind of shit. Okay. So when you all of a sudden look at me and go, I think I want a boob job. Can I talk about my boobs now, please? <laughs> what do I say back? This has been something I have been talking about for a really long time. I just don't think we've ever, ever talked about it on the air. Um, anybody, I mean, I grew, we grew up during the 80s. I remember watching a period film. I forgot what it was, but um, basically the women's boobies were all scrunched up in those little corsets in this TV show. And I thought- Like a Victorian era show Yeah, something, or something like that. Yeah. So all their titties were scrunched up. And you know, I mean, they almost like bubbled over. Yeah. I, 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 I totally know what you're talking about. Um, and I remember thinking as a little girl, wow, my boobies will look like that someday. That's how your boobs are supposed to look. That was before I realized that you kind of just don't have a choice on how you grow up and look. You do get what you get. I, even into my early 20s, thought if when I have a kid, my boobs will get big. Finally. I've always had small boobs. I wore an A cup for up until I had a kid. Then I wore a B cup. I still wear a B cup. Boobs don't get bigger with babies. Sometimes you're not able to breastfeed. Sometimes you find out that you have like a boob. What's it called? It's a deformation. A deformation. And my and shout outs. We have talked about this once before. But it, was in, it wasn't in the reference to the boob job. It was when we worked in country radio. Okay. And um, I went to, we had a girls weekend in the Wisconsin Dells. And my friend Katie, who's a nurse, um, saw me in my swimsuit. And she was like, you said you had trouble breastfeeding, right? I was like, yeah, I barely produced anything. I had to go to formula, like, right away. Like, like within, after six hours. Yeah, they, they brought formula into the room. And I was <laughs> it like, was oh. It was pretty immediate. They're like, well, this isn't working, ma'am. Yes. Um, and nobody told me why. That was back before all the breastfeeding stuff was, like, open. You know, they... They had a lactation person come in and show you how to squeeze your boob. That was it. Um, She said, oh, yeah, um, you have hypoplastic breasts. I said, what the hell is that? And I looked it up. And sure enough, it is. You're basically your breasts don't have the sufficient amount of glandular tissue to breastfeed a baby. And they look funny. And I've I've always known my boobs look funny. They don't look like other girls boobs. See, now I was going to say this. Hold on. As you know. Again, with guys, the reason why we're obsessed with mainly the size of our dick is because for the most part, all the dicks look the same. Yeah. Of course, there's a circumcised versus the uncircumcised. Shout out, ladies, if you ever encountered an anteater and didn't make the guy feel weird. Did you ever encounter an anteater? Never. Never in the wild? No. I think I would have been afraid. All right. I'm sorry. If you've never seen one, <laughs> it's jarring. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess with girls... Uh, do they ever talk to you guys about, I mean, no. their sizes, but then they're legitimately are. And now we've all seen the charts and shit where they yeah. talk about, here's all the different kinds of boobs. There's this, there's that, yeah. there's blah, 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 blah. Uh, you kind of find out where you fit in. What was your, like, I don't know. What was the understanding you feel like? My understand, my understanding growing up is that my mom had small boobs. Okay. So I, in turn, also had small boobs, except I knew that my my boobs didn't look like my mom's boobs. I was like, hers are small, but like I'd seen her naked, you know, like I'd run into the bathroom when she's showering in the morning. Sure, sure. And, you know, you know, brush my teeth or whatever. I've seen her boobs. Yeah. I'm, I'm a girl. I'm like, yeah, but her boobs still look like boobs. I'm like, mine don't. They kind of just look stupid. <laughs> they really do. They look like almost like two like eyes looking in two different directions. Looks like Cousin Eddie on a chest. Yes, thank you. That's yeah. horrific. God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> that is the what now I'm insulted. Oh man. <laughs> um 
But okay, so so yeah. I mean, from a general sense, you figured it out. All right, mine look different than um, my mom's, and then you go out there in the wild. I mean, I assume you grow up, you start watching porn. Is you know that when you start seeing all the other yeah, ladies? Yeah, but I always just assumed that anybody with great boobs had a boob job. There you go. Which was not necessarily true. Okay, so how do we? I mean, you, you know, tell tell me how do we go from there all the way to like here? Because. Um, I'm 41 and I'm sick of showering in the dark and being uncomfortable with my body and trying to find bras that accentuate my boobies. You know, I've had a kid. I have a gut that I can't get rid of no matter what I do. I'm pretty fucking active. I would think if I could get rid of it, it would be gone by now. Um, and I realized, you know, maybe what would offset these problems would be a better pair of boobs. And you know what? We're almost to a point where we can afford it. Well, yeah. That is the... Uh... I spent 41 years hating my body. I'm not saying this will change it, but I do truly believe Ooh, it will make me true. more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I'm, I'm not looking at it to be a problem solver, yeah. but I think it'll make me way more comfortable. Like, I'm getting to the point where I, like, I don't like being in a swimsuit in really? public. And that used to not really bother me. I was always like, what the fuck ever? But now I'm like, no, I... I need some boobs. I we, really um, do. I mean, is it all inspired by, and not that I'm saying names, but you know who I'm talking about. There is someone in our circle, our our professional, personal circle, who also was like very vocal about, hey, I'm getting this done, and I've really wanted to for a very long time. Um, who was and, it? And um, we, we worked with her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I mean, are are you at all, you know, is it a little bit of seeing peers and others, you know, do that kind well, of stuff? Well, because I don't know a lot of people that have got, I've known, I know like one or two people who've gotten boob jobs for vanity reasons. And when this friend we're talking about started, she was very shameless about, you know, I don't like, she, same thing. She had a kid, her boobs went one way or another. Yeah. And she goes, I want to get my boobs fixed. I'm I'm ready to do that. And she wasn't, it wasn't for any like medical reason or anything. Cause that's the problem. We know, we know more people now who have had boob reconstruction because yes. of the breast cancer problems you and know the what? genes. We know two, we have two people that are fairly close to us. Yeah. I, that's that have what, had that done. That's the wild part is when we really start talking about it, you're right. She brings this up to me and we go into that and I go, boy, isn't it weird that more recently, I know tons of women who are getting reconstruction, but it's because they're getting double mastectomies. They're testing yeah. positive for the breast cancer gene. So, it's all preventative healthcare stuff. It's not vanity stuff, which used to be I, yeah, the what reason, it was, right? I feel bad. Because like, it would be for vanity? Because it would be for vanity. Is but it I for also, mental health, though? Absolutely. I have had body issues since I think I was old enough to talk. So if it's for mental, and again... I don't want to sound like I'm endorsed and getting plastic surgery is going to make your your uh, mental health no, problems go know, away. I've always been positive about plastic surgery. Like if that will make you feel better even a little bit and you can afford it, do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Didn't I mean, Dolly always say that. Dolly, dude, uh, Dolly, uh, Dolly Parton famously is uh, talked about plastic surgery where she goes, if a little nip and a little yeah. tuck is going to make you happy and you can afford it, then God bless you. And you know. Can we talk about her on uh, Thanksgiving Day well, football? Yeah. Holy Let me shit! Tell you, yeah, looking pretty good. Um, she looks amazing. How old? Seventy something. I don't know, but I want that. I want that tummy. I don't want the boobs. That's too big. <laughs> Notice she had a bodysuit on. I I did zoom in. I said, "There's not a chance she's showing her bare oh, stomach." Oh no, because even even with all that surgery, yeah. she still, still old, looks her still seventy one. Yeah, but no, she looks goddamn amazing. And yes, she's a she's a famous proponent yeah. of plastic surgery. So I just kind of want to get like. A cups. I just want something more natural looking. Yeah. I don't want those gigantic boobs that look like balloons 
and there's a six inch gap hey, between hey, them and hey, they don't hey. move. Do I get any say in this? Not at all? in that. No. As, as no. the partner? I'll be honest, no, because this is my body. Son of a bitch. You get a say in the finances. You get to tell me, yes, it's okay. <laughs> you don't get a say in what I'm getting. What kind of unequal gender <laughs> shit is that, man? Uh, well, especially when you make more money than me. You shouldn't be, con- <laughs> you shouldn't be consulting me about shit I've right literally, now. I've literally asked them, yes, you can make payments, okay? <laughs> oh, no, I've known that. I've known for a long time uh, back when the boob job thing really went mainstream. And I mean, I remember back when radio stations were giving away boob jobs. They were giving away boob jobs. They would do like a breast Christmas ever promotion. (laughs) You know, someone wins some fucking. That's bullshit. The only thing I ever got offered was LASIK. I always agree. I I agree. It was the wrong demographic. It was like the hip hot, you know, the the hip hot top 40 station that was doing it. I'm like, you need to do that on like the 40 plus at work station. Those are the women that need the work. The young gals, they're just unsatisfied. Um, but yeah, I do feel kind of bad because it, it is for vanity reasons, but it's yeah. also for mental health. But you even said, <sighs> technically, if you look it up, it is a uh, deformation of it the is. breasts. It, now, it, I mean, if you want to go to bat with your insurance company, I bet you if it would take some advocacy on your own part. I bet you you could probably get this um, somewhat partially covered. I, and yeah, I wouldn't expect the whole thing. It would be cool no, to get but par- partially covered. It's not like, I wouldn't say it's not straight vanity. Like, Hey, I'm going to LA and I, and no. I need to have a great rack to be a actress. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's not also like I had a double mastectomy and no. I need to rebuild, but there is a medical condition. You were unable to the breastfeed, but boob jobs don't allow you to breastfeed either. So would they look at it and be like, oh, are you having a baby? Well, it's not going to help mm-hmm. anyways. I mean, I don't know. I, dep- is- I mean, if you're depressed or have anxiety, that's a... Oh, that, I have tons of anxiety I mean, that's it. a diagnosis, and then that could be what they're saying it's I kinda, impacting. I kind of stopped wearing a bra during the pandemic, because who didn't? Um, <laughs> and I remember when I put one back on, I'm like, yeah. man, did I gain weight? This feels tight. And I just realized I got so used to not wearing one that any sort of constriction felt weird. And I'm just at And a you point. don't have to rock a, a, a bra when you got fake titties, right? Those things kind of like. They do themselves. Now, oh, I, st- cool. I kind of stopped wearing a bra during the pandemic. I obviously got back into it at some point. But now, like, I don't feel comfortable not wearing a bra. Yeah. And that is, I don't like that. I would I would love for you to become the chick who's comfortable enough to rock no bra with a, a nice t-shirt. And well, maybe when I get a boot Oh, job. lordy. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm, I'm getting to like an empowerment yeah. phase where I'm like, F this. I'm tired of being uncomfortable. Listen. Knowing my boobs are deformed. Let it me sucks. tell you something. I, um, I, I underwent um, dental cosmetic surgery. And I, I have porcelain veneers. And I always talk about if you want to see which of your fa- favorite Hollywood stars have veneers, when you look at their pictures of them smiling, don't look at the top row. Because those are going to look great. Look at the bottom row. And those are the real ones. Okay. And that goes for me as well. You'll never unsee this now, by the way. I do it all the time. <laughs> but I got porcelain veneers a long time ago in my 20s. It was halfway for vanity because my teeth were like, you know, they, they weren't great. I had a little bit of a Letterman gap because of my fucking dad. It's a total Clark yeah. thing. Um, and all of a sudden, there was this option, very easily attainable, um, to, get to get this picture smile. Hollywood smile. And I was like, I'm all in, man. And I will tell you what. The next month or so, I got a lot of compliments on that smile. Yeah. I still get compliments this day. I, I had one of my clients the other day go, man, you got a great smile. Aww. And, and you know, these days I go, well, yeah, it's bought and paid for. 
Like, like I don't want them to think this is genetics. I'm like, ah. I think the boob thing would, I think it would work because I've also noticed that like, I and I said this after I had a kid, I'm a B cup, which is zero, especially on a chick my size. Like I'm not a tiny little petite chick where a B, B cup would look cute. I'm six feet tall. Like I need boobs that are proportionate well, to is. my body. And I've also noticed too, you know, after I had our son, when I gain weight, I don't mm. gain it in my boobs. I gain it in the side boob, which I'm. I would love to get rid of, and Isn't I feel that like part of the deal. Like it, it yeah, stretches it, push it, it out. Right? I think I have enough under there to push it out. I mean, just just something. I don't know. I'm tired of feeling about. And again, I'm not saying this will fix my body issues, but at least I'll be more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. my own skin, and I don't. You know, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 41. I'm like, unless I really like change my lifestyle totally which I'm not going to do because I don't think I lead a bad lifestyle. No. Um, what are you talking about? Trying to get a flat tummy or something? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's here. what I'm Come saying. On. And like liposuction, it does, it, it makes a difference, but not like it doesn't give you a flat no, stomach. No, 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 no. And so I'm like, well, why don't we just, you know. There is some obvious ones. Yeah. I mean, listen. I like the, the rest of me is fine. I mean, the, the stomach, you know, whatever. Whatever but. makes you happy. I mean, How I know. How does a boob job run? I feel like between five and ten. I see. I was thinking seven. It's not seven. a lot. It, it, it's a lot less than you think. Like I said, it's just become. Yeah, but still seven grand sounds like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's 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 a it's a in in investment like anything else, and I would hope that you do your due diligence and well, you, and that's why because I don't find the right people. I have too many friends and just people I know who have talked about getting their old implants out because yeah. they make them sick because they're they're old. Yeah, and they've improved the technology now so that they they don't make you sick. I was going to say, what are they putting in them now these days? Is something is this, is it saline? Uh, like I know it's Again, changed. I know like over the this. years dramatically. Well, that's what I was always worried about. I'm like, I don't want a freaking you know, I don't want one leaking inside me and making yeah. me like. I mean, there are people who have literally been close to death, and then they take the implants out and they're fine. So I don't. Jesus. So, yeah, that's like they can't figure out what's wrong with them, but they're just sick to death, and then all of a sudden the implants come out and they're fine. So I wonder, yeah, so then, I mean, boy, I mean, we have people in our lives who are going through this, like we hit them up. So is it saline? Is it water? Do they put a I jelly in there these days? I refuse to hit up the, the people we know, and you I know? think there's two of them who what's are having going on with that? reconstructive mastectomies. I'm not, that's not my place, and that's, I feel bad. Man, I'll tell you, as a uh, man who probably encountered the first generation of uh, boob jobs out there. And of course the place where all uh, young men back in the nineties uh, would strip clubs. Yes. Uh, there was nothing after you had been exposed only to the, the good old, you know, breast meat that is natural <laughs> to taking the first fucking bowling ball to the face. Cause you're, and that's what I don't want. Like you're sitting there, and like I said, first generation boobs, yeah. right? So I don't know what the fuck they're putting. They in were her. ridiculous. But like you're sitting there, and the girl's like, "Oh, you have a dollar for me? Well, let me give you a little boob, 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 boob." And you're literally like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like you're getting beat up by some boobs. And I swear to Christ, if you do the googling, I think there are legitimate lawsuits that were filed, probably with guys who said they incurred physical injury. Because of getting fucking smacked around with these old school fake boobs. Gigantic fake titties. And, and those were the ones where it was like, yeah, you touched them and they felt like a wall. They were a rock, yeah. Now it's like, yeah, it's fucking crazy how far they came. But that was my first time ever getting a taste of it. And it was wild. You were like, so this is what California's like. <laughs> you know? 
That's how you felt as like a Midwestern Chicago boy going to the strip club. This is what it's like in Los Angeles with the fake titties everywhere. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.